0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM.
1: I hope you're having a great Friday, and welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, I want to read uh, a, a quote that I've shared before. I just think it's perfect, and it's something that uh, really applies well to our guest today, but it's something by John F. Kennedy. Physical fitness is not only one of the most important keys to a healthy body, it is the basis of of dynamic and creative intellectual activity. That is so true. And our next guest, Robbie D'Angelo, the human optimization coach and best-selling author and friend of COSU, who just recently made a really bold decision. We're going to come back to that in just a second. But first, let me just say good morning, Robbie. How are you?
2: Man, life is beautiful. Ricky, how are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing great. So the last time we talked, you competed in a bodybuilding contest and won it. So in the aftermath of that, how does it feel to sort of get back to a a regular, uh, well, there's no such thing as a regular diet for you, but anyway, how did it feel to sort of be able to eat again?
2: Well, you know, I I enjoyed a couple meals. Like that night, I think I went and ate like $70 worth of sushi. Um, And I've I've had a few like meals since then, like this past Saturday when I had some amazing tacos. Um, But to be honest, you know, after the contest, I had a couple meals and then i started eating again towards my new mission and purpose pretty much as soon as i could um which is like anytime you do a competition like that you're pushing the envelope of your body's capacity and potential so after the contest the kind of objective then moving forward is to get healthy again so that was my new mission and purpose as far as like my new nutrition plan was okay now let's get healthy again
1: well, you've always been focused on that, and you've you've decided one of the things about the competition that was important is it was about setting your own personal goal. And we talked about that the last time we visited. You also learn a, a lot about um, you know the the mental and physical preparation when you set very ambitious goals like that. You find out what you're able to accomplish. I mean, it's actually important to you actually to know that you've done, this, you've done competitions before, but w- the way you approached this particular uh, competition, three different coaches, you were really focused on mind, body, and soul, and you actually discovered that you can raise the bar and even in your moment of great physical fitness and mental fitness, you can raise the bar and achieve a goal. And that was actually a really important lesson for you to learn, wasn't it?
2: It really was. I mean, you know the the paradox of potential is this: as we make progress in life, we realize that our potential moves with that progress, and that's one of the you know amazing lessons that I learned again doing this show. Was yes, um, the before and after pictures of me two years ago versus me from the show huge, huge difference, like just night and day difference. But then again. As soon as the show was over, I couldn't wait to get the pictures back so I can see where I can start making improvements for the next go around. But, you know, just pushing your body like that, just it gives you that sense of fulfillment other than the winning. It's not even about that. It's about the, you know, I made a decision to accomplish a goal. I gave it everything I had and, you know, came out victorious. And that's just it's such a fulfilling like emotion that comes over you afterwards, um, and I, 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 truly like that's one, been my one of the biggest missions of the last month. Is I want, like I, I have a renewed sense of mission to help people feel that.
1: Well, okay. So when we talked before, you uh, you had done the bodybuilding, you had just sold one of your businesses. Mm-hmm. We didn't allude to other big changes that you were about to make in your life. But it seems to me this whole changing of your surrounding is just one more time that you're challenging yourself. So why don't we tell the public what it is you did?
2: Yeah, so I actually moved to the Tampa St. Pete area of Florida, literally three days after my competition. And everybody always asks me like, why? Why did you move? Here's why. I needed to feel a new sense of adventure into my life. I needed to feel a new sense of expanding my capacity. So what better way to get outside your comfort zone than to move to, I, I literally live in St. Pete, Florida, St. Petersburg. I've never been here before. I don't know anyone here. So I moved to somewhere, somewhere I've never been, I didn't know anybody, and literally like that's me just completely outside of my little introverted comfort zone. And it's, it's, it's just, it's an intellectual challenge, it's an emotional challenge for me um, that I'm so excited to be on right now.
1: So what, why? Why did you do it and what are you doing?
2: <clears throat> so I did it, <clears throat> I honestly did it to expand my capacity. Like on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, <clears throat> I love it. I mean, I'm, I'll be back next weekend. Uh, all my family's are like, I love the Mississippi Gulf Coast, but I, I needed a new challenge. Um, I needed to, like I said, expand my capacity of my comfort zone because the Mississippi Gulf Coast is very comfortable for me. I know everyone there. like My family's there. Like, I have all my safety nets built in on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. But moving to somewhere I've never been and I don't know anyone, I'm literally removing all the safety nets. And I'm, I'm just accepting a new call to adventure, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, I'm accepting a new call to adventure to really test my potential again.
1: Amazing, amazing. So what are you doing there?
2: Okay, I'm still doing everything I was doing. Um, Coaching, uh, we've picked up, I think, two new consulting clients since we've been here already. Um, So I'm still doing all the same coaching and consulting I was um, because most of my clients I do work virtually with. Um, So everything's still the same. It's just I'm in a new atmosphere and I'm in a new environment now, which you know, the new environment I'm in, I love. I've already found a new gym home um, I found an amazing circle inside of that gym home that's absolutely already stretching what I thought was possible. Um, and then you know, going to networking events, going to different social events to meet new people. Um, it's just like I said, it's it's expanding what I thought was possible and it removing the safety nets to you know re- like burn the boats, as Tony Robbins always says. That's pretty much like why I did this.
1: Well, you know, it's there's something to be said for not getting too comfortable. There's yes. something to say that, that feeling a little bit uncomfortable when you feel that way. That means you're pushing yourself. You're 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 defining new new barriers that might be out there you're defining new opportunities you're 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 creating in your case a, a whole new friend network that can that can influence you in different ways and help you become better you can be super selective about who you let into your inner circle because you're creating a new inner circle not that you still don't have your circle here in coastal mississippi that's right. for sure um it is interesting too that you've reached a level of success in your consulting business that you've, that, you know, even during the pandemic, this is actually quite important. We talk about it all the time. Techno- technology has enabled virtual work in so many different ways. You think about someone you are a human optimization coach. You don't like to see yourself as a trainer because what you bring to the table is so much more than that. Right. But um, but what you think of you think about someone like that, you think about them being with the client and and that's sort of the traditional model. Whereas now though, in this kind of coaching mode, there's as much psychology involved in this as there is physical fitness, you're able to to real you might actually have better conversations with them I don't I don't know if that's possible, but you've really found a way to make your business successful virtually, haven't you?
2: I have. And, you know, some say it's the way the world's moving. I still think at the end of the day, it's about connection and relationships. Um, it's been that business has been about connection relationships since day one. We just have to find the most efficient way to do that. And honestly, virtually is putting a lot of efficiency in my business where before, I would have to drive the meeting, drive across town, drive different states. Now I'm like, boom, I'll send you a Zoom link, we'll jump on tomorrow at one, and we're good. Um, it's put a lot more efficiency in my business. But that being said, Ricky, I'll be honest. Um, the first thing I did, because I am kind of a introverted, cave-dwelling you know, guy um, that loves, loves my space, one of the first things I did when I got here was I made it a purpose to go be around people. Um, because I naturally fall into my comfort zone of my office environment just sitting behind my computer having coaching calls with clients behind a camera but i started like just inviting people to coffee inviting people to networking um accepting hey hey we're having like a young professionals meeting why don't you come join us absolutely i'll come where before i would say no um so that's like another piece of that puzzle of yes My business is thriving online just because of the efficiency, but because of that efficiency, now I'm able to go expand outside of my comfort zone and expand my business that way as well. Well,
1: what's so interesting about this for people who are listening, there's there's so many important lessons embedded in this. You got to this level of awareness because you're very focused on assessing where you are, surrounding yourself with really good coaches who are saying, you know again, it's beyond just the physical fitness part. It's about how can I uh, maximize my purpose? How can I maximize my potential? whatever it is? You know, it's again, it's it's psychological, it's career based. It's physical fitness. It's eating properly. It's all these things. so in in the course of your journey, you've surrounded yourself with people. Who are challenging you to just continue to broaden your horizon? Now, look. What I want to do when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about that process because that's the kind of thing that the that listeners can you know should pay attention to. That's that's the story that's embedded in the story of Robbie D'Angelo. It's this this whole notion of doing what is not comfortable. It's about broadening your horizons and finding new opportunities to succeed in places you never even imagined before. When we come back, we'll continue that part of the conversation with Robbie D'Angelo.
0: Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by Jay Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38, Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: I'll come back to Coastview. We have my friend Robbie D'Angelo, best-selling author, human optimization coach, and someone who's constantly challenging himself. And we were talking during the break uh, about his move to St. Petersburg and the kind of people that he surrounded himself with. And we were just sharing notes about it. So, uh, essentially throughout my career. <clears throat> if I had to tell the most, the single most important thing I did along the way, is I was always willing to take on the tough assignments. I was always willing to be uncomfortable. But it wasn't just about being uncomfortable. It was about surrounding myself with people who were maybe a level higher or even maybe two levels higher than me so I could really understand what made them tick. What was the difference between me and them? how how what is it that they did that got them that level of success and i studied the heck out of that i mean i real i mean i was obsessed with understanding what are the attributes and learnings that i had to sort of embody in myself that would enable me to take on bigger responsibilities in my life and i just i just was always challenging myself to be more uncomfortable that's the key to success. I mean, there, there's not a CEO who's listening to this conversation. I was a CEO the last 16 years of my of my career. It's not a C- CEO listening to this conversation that can't agree that one of the most important attributes they possess is that the ability to sort of tolerate an understanding understand how to be uncomfortable because you never know. You 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 can never know it all. In fact, the higher an organization go, the more there are these intangibles that are just always there that are, that are affecting you. And Robbie, that's what you did in moving to St. Petersburg. Tell me about the people. It's it's nothing about wrong with the people you came from, but it's about you went there to get find a special gym and to be surrounded by professional athletes of all sorts that, you know, these guys make millions of dollars. How? What is it that they're doing that you can do, that can raise your bar and teach you a level of success that you never expected? That's really what's behind this, isn't it?
2: It really is, and it, it's about you know aligning your actions with your vision of your future. For me, my vision of my future is I'm on this call to adventure to become the best version of myself. So in order for me to become the best version of myself, I want to surround myself with people who I intellectually perceive are a few levels up from me. <clears throat> and I want to just get in their atmosphere. I want to get in their energy, and I, I want to start learning from them. And <clears throat> it's done two things. It's a, it, it shows me what's possible. Like, it, it shows you, like, hey, look, these people are out there doing it, um, you know, and they're no different than you. They've just worked longer and harder, but more importantly, they've worked more consistently over a longer period of time than you have. I'm like, okay, I can do that because it's not like a natural gift. That's just hard work. And two, what it's done is it's built my belief and my ability to go do that because. It basically, what it does is it, it takes away, like, I don't have to have a natural gift. I don't have to have this, like, born greatness inside of me. It's just doing the work. It's just getting better every day. It's understanding, like, that's just a real, real person like me. Like, I have conversations with them, like, bro, you're just like me. You know, you've just been at this longer than me. So, if you're the same as me and we're both just humans, all I got to do is work like you and learn from you and I can be like you one day thank you. Thank you for that gift you've just given me.
1: Well, you know, you mentioned Tony Robbins. Uh, Early in my career, long before Tony was widely known, he had written a book and I just literally consumed it and then listened to his tapes and that's what he says. I mean, it's all about stretching yourself. It's all about setting goals and then determining what are the steps I'm going to take to get there. And then you'll achieve things you never thought you were able to achieve. And then you raise the bar and the goals a little bit higher. And then you achieve. At every step, you're you're learning the, your own capacity. See, we're, we limit ourselves too often. Yes. As human beings, we limit ourselves. We don't challenge ourselves. We don't we don't like to feel uncomfortable, but part of part of the the whole key around success is learning to live and and like agitation as your friend. That's that's the thing you have to respond to. You know, I, I share this this quote a lot about entrepreneurship because it, I, I think it says it so well. But it said it's it's by Steve Jobs, and it's I'm convinced that about half of what separates successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is pure perseverance. You know, when I say pure perseverance, it's the kind of perseverance that says that when you when you sort of, sort of assess yourself in coastal Mississippi, you said, okay, how can I raise the bar in the area of my expertise? Well, I've got to go where the best are. In your, in your opportunity, you went to St. Saint, Saint Petersburg. But when I say you surround yourself with amazing people, it's true now. I mean, in the short time you've been there, you've already, I mean, in a, in a normal workout scenario, Who's around you during that workout?
2: I mean, yesterday, I was with probably one of the top three bodybuilders in the world in his class. Um, Next to him were two Tampa Bay football players. Um, There was two professional bodybuilding girls behind me. There was another professional um, that competes in the same category I do, one of the top trainers in the country. And actually, next to all of us was the same girl that does all of our meal prep. Um, So it was just like... It was just an amazing energy and environment of everybody's like helping each other out. Everybody's encouraging one another, and that's the thing that trip up so many people is they they're always wanting that, but they're never never willing to get outside their comfort zone to go find that because it's out there, guys. Those positive, uplifting environments are out there. You just got to get out of your little comfort bubble and actually go seek them and be proactive in finding them.
1: I love the you know the whole thought of just deciding. That you're going to take that next step, you know, because, you know, let's face it, most people know that they need to improve. And so they need to improve the work that they do. They need to improve their physical fitness. They need to improve the way they eat. They need to improve their outlook on life. Relationships, you know what I mean? So yeah, their relationships. Everybody, everyone shares that. Some, some are five on a scale of one to ten. Some are a ten. Some are two or three. And the reason they're two or three because they work at it. They're 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 aware of it. They're incredibly, you know, I don't know, self-aware, and they're working hard to improve their situation. Because as you improve, as, the more in line your body and your soul and your mind are the more you're going to be able to will you the more you're going to be able to find your purpose in life but also the more happiness you're going to find at the end of the day man it's about finding happiness finding how to live in the moment and appreciate the moment while always constantly raising the bar and you see people every day that can do that and you also see people every day who should do that and yes. but they don't do that and and they're miserable, and they don't need to be miserable. So, I mean, what, what, you know, what's your observation about that?
2: Yeah, like it, one of my biggest pet peeves is seeing unrealized potential. Like it just, it just bothers me because I, I see like how powerful people can be, and I see what their capability could be if they would just get past the limiting story they're telling themselves. And that's all it is. You know, we're, we're programmed from birth to don't do that, don't touch that, be quiet, sit down, all these things that start to confine the story of our potential. And literally, I tell a lot of my clients, it's your job as an adult to unlearn more than you've learned. Unlearn all those limiting programmings that were put onto you as a child, and you know, in school they 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 so uniform everything you do. Where now we're going to start taking off those chains and releasing the anchors to be who you are truly capable of being. But it, a lot of it is it's nothing more than a story you're telling yourself of why you're limited. Instead of starting to believe how true how truly. Great, you could be with just more empowering belief systems.
1: Yeah, and they don't have to lo- move to St. Petersburg. <laughs> no, no, it literally they, can start. They can say right here decision. in the coast of Mississippi.
2: Yeah, it, like, it, it just starts with a decision. Like that was my decision of what I felt was most aligned with my vision. But literally, it could be you know what? Every morning I wake up, I'm going to tell my wife I love her. Or you yeah. know what? Every day when I wake up, I'm going to go for a 10-minute walk. Like it, it can be so small, but you start to build that confidence in your ability to change your story. Because that's really what it is, is you're just changing a story, and you have to start building your confidence and changing that story. But that requires a decisive action and a decision you have to make.
1: Yeah, it is, uh, it is so doable. And people who are listening to this say, gosh, I know I need to do it. But you just have to take the first step. I mean, you just got to take the, and tomorrow's another day, and you do it again, and the next day, you do it again. I wrote a poem once. I got to go find it, actually. I need to find this poem, but it said, it was a poem, I remember, I wrote it during college, and it was about whether I could study for the test, should I, should I study for a test or not? And the, the poem essentially said that in the future, I will have studied or I will not have studied for that test. But it. The, but having studied for that test and taken that test will be behind me now, and there's only one of two thoughts I'm going to have in the future. One is I'm going to regret I didn't study for the test, or the other I'm going to be damn happy I studied for the test. But I wrote about that, and that you know, taking care of yourself is simply the same kind of thing. Are you going to you know a week or two from now you're going to look back and say man I'm glad I got started on this journey, or are you going to be even more in the indulgence because you didn't get started? So anyway, we're running out of time, Robbie. Final thought, buddy.
2: Final thought. Don't live with regret. Don't live with regret. Love the people in your life. Go and attack life with a sense of, I want to experience everything life has to offer. And just, hey guys, you hold the pen to write your own story. You have that power, right? You have to start realizing that I am the author of my story and I'm gonna choose to be the hero of that story.
1: Well, Robbie D'Angelo, we're going to continue to stay in touch with you. You're a great friend to to Coach. You've been a terrific inspiration to me, and I know a lot of people who are listening. And, uh, you know, the, the essence of this conversation today, is there's so much to learn for people who want to take that next step. So I hope we inspire someone to take that next step. So God bless you, my friend. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. And when we come back, we'll, we'll have Jeff Duncan from The Athletic.